welcome to Law for Kids Week 11. Today we have a special guest named Professor Mark Axelrod. He's a professor at Michigan State University. Mark, thank you for being here today. So, we have a few questions. So, why did you go to law school? Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me. This is really exciting. I've been enjoying the other weeks of your podcast. Um, so why did I go to law school? Um, well, I've always been interested in law and environmental law in particular. Um, and uh, when I was, uh, I guess, my sophomore or junior year of college, I got really interested in research and really interested in teaching. Um, particularly at the undergraduate level. And I realized that if I was teaching um, undergraduates um, topics about politics and policy, uh, a lot of them would be people who are interested in going to law school in the future. And so I wanted to have all those backgrounds together to be able to combine them. Um, so that kind of, I, I had in mind before then that I was interested in, in practicing law, and that kind of shifted my perspective to still doing something related to law, but more in the teaching and research area. Cool. Um, cool. Um, what, um, so I heard you're an expert on environmental justice. What is environmental justice? So one of the interesting things about law in particular is that um, a lot of people have different definitions for different concepts. Um, so there's a lot of different definitions of environmental justice. Um, so let me, let me give you one example of the definition of environmental justice. Um, and that is on a general level that everybody should have, uh, no matter what their background or identity, um, equal access to quality natural resources. So clean air to breathe, clean water to drink, um, parks to visit, um, and so forth. And that, that shouldn't, their access shouldn't be determined um, on the basis of where they live, uh, or their race, or um, any other factor um, other than um, their desire to have um, access to those resources um, in, a, in a fair and equitable way. Um, so other definitions of environmental justice focus on um, whether or not those resources have been intentionally provided unfairly or unequally to people. Um, and I think it's important to focus not so much on the intention, but on the effect. So on, um, on whether people actually have access, not just on whether uh, somebody tried to deny them access. So they actually get, so they get all the things that people need to be healthy and safe. Exactly. And if you look at um, different countries, um, and especially the constitutions of different countries, they interpret that concept differently. So for instance, the constitution of India um, includes a provision that everybody should have what they call the right to live, the right to life. Um, and the Indian Supreme Court has interpreted that as meaning um, a right to have access to uh, any resources they need to live a healthy life. So um, in particular, quality air to breathe and water to drink. Really cool. If kids wanted to get involved in environmental justice, what could they do to help? Well, I think the first thing is to, to keep learning, um, to get an idea of where 
people do and don't have equitable access um, to resources um, and to, to better understand what factors are causing um, the, the inequal um, access um, when that happens. Um, so that's the first thing I think is just to understand where other people are and what they're experiencing. Um, I think that's true in a lot of areas. Um, and the other thing is just generally, as you would think of with most movements for justice, um, contacting policymakers, um, being involved, uh, for instance, in, in cleanup projects and things like that are really exciting ways to get involved in justice and, and environmental justice in particular. Really cool. Um, do you have to go to law school to be an expert on environmental justice? Because it's, it's not what I would think of as law if I thought of the word law exactly. I, I agree with that. And actually, the field of environmental justice was started by um, people who I think would describe themselves um, as environmental sociologists um, rather than lawyers. Um, it's people who were trying to understand what people were experiencing in different communities um, and why, um, in particular, um, people in, uh, in communities of color and especially black communities in the U.S. Um, had uh, were, were confronted with uh, more hazardous waste disposal sites um, than communities that were majority white communities. Um, and so they were using mostly statistical methods to determine that. Um, and so most of them in the, the early years uh, were not lawyers at all. Um, where lawyers come in, and I think are an important part of environmental justice, are making sure that when those when access is not provided equally and people are confronting um, harms uh, that other people are not, um, that somebody is there who knows the legal system um, to be able to, to help people who are facing those harms. Um, really cool. Um, why do you like the area of that kind of law? Uh, well, I've, I've always been interested in both uh, environmental issues and natural resources, protecting natural resources, but also in social justice. And so environmental justice really brings together um, those two pieces. To me, a really important part of social justice is making sure that everybody has access to um, the same resources as other people, um, so that um, health outcomes and um, educational outcomes and all those experiences aren't determined based on their race um, or color or um, other uh, other characteristics um, that uh, that sometimes have been used um, to disadvantage people. Mm -hmm. um, what do you do as your job in your job as a professor? Um, well, I I do a lot of teaching and a lot of research. And increasingly, um, I'm hoping um, that using that teaching and research experience um, to communicate with people outside of the university who can actually use that um, information um, in making decisions. So community leaders, uh, policymakers, um, anybody who might be interested uh, in better understanding and uh, better using 
um, the knowledge that's produced in the uh, in, in the academic space. Um, so it's really all three of those pieces. So I, I teach courses on law, I teach courses on um, environmental policy, and I teach uh, classes on international relations. Um, and then I do research in all those areas as well um, and communicate with uh, policymakers and community leaders um, who uh, would have the opportunity to use that information. Have you had a different job before the job you have now? Um, I, I have never had a previous uh, full-time or uh, long-term job before this one. Um, I spent a lot of time in graduate school, um, which I enjoyed a great deal. Um, I only, uh, my only sort of adult job um, other than this one was about six months after college that I spent working at the Environmental Protection Agency. Um, and it was, although it was a full-time job, never really intended to be a long-term job. It was bridging the gap from my undergraduate to my graduate um, education. Mm -hmm. So you didn't really have like a job that lasted you long before your job now? No, I was very lucky that when I was finishing, actually even before I was finishing graduate school, um, this job was available and um, like a perfect fit for what for my interests. Um, and I was very lucky that they were willing to take a chance and hire me even though I wasn't finished with graduate school. So I never looked back. If you had a different job not related to law, what would you, what would it be? Uh, that's a great question. I, um, so people have asked me that a number of times and if I had a different job that was a law job, um, I've always been interested in doing something that was either in a, a non-governmental organization, a, a, a nonprofit group, um, or in government that would relate to um, civil rights and the environment. Um, but outside of law, I've talked uh, with a lot of people about what it would be like um, to have more of a, a farming or food production um, job because I've always been interested in both being outdoors um, and participating in how uh, we access food in this country. So I think the farming job is a little like your job now because it's environmental. You're still in the environment and trying to get food for people and you're trying to figure out that too. That's a great observation and I think um, I think you're right. I think it has a lot to do with how we get food from the farm or, or whatever source to people um, who, can, who need to consume it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I agree that those are really closely related, though quite distant from each other in terms of the actual skills. I, I think I would have a really tough time at this point um, participating in actual farming. I, I don't. I really greatly respect people who do that work, and I don't have those skills right now. Thank you, Mark. Um, we loved having you, and thank you for listening to Law for Kids Week 11. Thanks, thank Mark. Thank you so much for having me.